When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thunder! 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 Well, it looks like we're back with more Thundercats. David, we got another full episode with episode 112, The Doom Gaze, which aired, surprisingly enough, on September 24th of 1985, the day right after our last episode. You know. So this is The Doom Gaze, which is summed up as Lionel becomes infatuated by Tashi's beauty and falls under her hypnotic bell in this episode of Thundercats. Thank you again to the Thundercats Wikipedia for the synopsis that we will be using today. And let's get into our episode, David. So we are back with Mumra. Right before recording, I was just telling David that I miss him when he's not here. I feel a longing for him. (laughs) (laughs) I think when everything was going on with Groon, that he was at the cauldron, just, you know, leisurely, like, dipping his crusty finger or feet into the pool, just touching it, watching the going on, going, hmm, I wonder how well this is gonna go. Dipping, like, a toe into the pool. (laughs) Just Just like playing with it, leisurely, watching the cauldron bubble. So the cheetah gets visions. It might have inspired him for today's plan. So, David, I gotta say, we open up on a Egyptian-style floating ship that is an alligator-esque wooden... I, I guess it really is Egyptian-esque kind of, like, sail well, barge. Again, and it has, like, the rows, like, the, the wooden... Yes. And she's got alligator men 
Or lizard men? Lizard men? Alleg- alligator people. Alligator people. Got another race. Another race. It literally starts, though, with a voiceover of Mumra calling to this spaceship that's just floating in limbo, which we find out is called Nemesis? Stars. So, upon Mumra's invocation, Nemesis, the force of darkness, advises him to join forces with Tashi, an ancient sorceress with the power of the Doom Gaze, in order to vanquish the Thundercats. So wait, Nemesis, the force of darkness, is that one of the ancient spirits of evil? I guess so. He's he's at the cauldron, he's asking for- (laughs) But he's chosen, like you said. He's- he's, he contacted 411 for some information (laughs) on what he should do next. You know- (laughs) The ancient spirits of evil, they're, they're, they should be advising him, shouldn't they? Well, as we get on with the series, we'll see who's really in charge here with Mumro. It might not be him. It might be those ancient spirits of evil giving him the, mm. telling him what to do. This the- is your last chance. This is your last chance to rid the neighborhood of Marigold. Mumro! When we told you to plant no candy fruit. <laughs> As president of the HOA of the Black Pyramid, you were supposed to oversee this neighborhood project. The vile mummy then contacts Tashi, who is imprisoned in the Time War prison, <laughs> and, ex- and accepts her proposal, but only if he frees her from her prison. David, Lord have mercy, Tashi. I have notes here. I said there is a funny conversation between Tashi and Mubra because she's almost like taunting him. Like when he contacts her, He's, like, going to release her from his time loop. She's like, do you know? Do you know the secret? <laughs> Mumra? <laughs> it's like a voiceover, too. They're not even seeing each other. Just picture this woman, as David says this. She's sitting in her floating boat. and With Mumra's alligator vo- people. With alligator. And Mumra's voice is just, like, calling to her. So picture this conversation. Not even looking at each other. They're just talking into the air. <laughs> so then, I, it's ridiculous. And then she's like, you don't know the secret. And Mumra's like, yes, I do. And she's like, well, then you better tell me. List them. And he's like, <laughs> he's what's going off of Everything. Uh, a barber's tear. <laughs> Unicorns shoe, shoe, a tuft of cheetah's hair. And she's like, "Oh wait!" He says, "So he says a tuft of cheetah's hair." She's like, "And what else?" That's what she's like. After each one, she's not even letting him get out. And what else? And then he's like, "The last one." And you still don't know everything. (laughs) She's like, "Know this, Mumra? Know this?" And you really know the power of the Doom Gaze. He listed like five other things prior that he knew, but <laughs> he's like, and I must validate the parking for your <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, just she's like, oh, it's like ridiculous. I would have been like, listen, if you want to get out of this time loop, bitch, <laughs> like, just do what I say. Possible. Do not come Tashi. No one but I knows the key to the time warp prison. And I am powerless to act. Not so, Tashi. I too know the key. I can free you from the time warp. And that is the key, old main one. A tuft of hair from a cheetah. But that is not all. <laughs> a tuft of hair. A burbles tear. Still, that is not enough. Forgive <laughs> me, neighbor. A tuft of hair. A burbles tear. <laughs> and 
permanent charging unicorn. There is but one more element, evil mumra. Know that? <laughs> and you truly know the secret of the time warpism. A hero to take your place in the time warp. That is the final element. I don't know if she was... She was you know what? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Just like everything else, Mumra has been alone for thousands of years in a pyramid. She's been alone thousands of years in a time loop with some alligator people. Maybe you just get bitchy or lose your mind. Or is or this both. her form of foreplay? Oh, know this, Mumra! And you really know! Oh, but do you know this? Again, we got Lynn Lipton doing another voice of Tashi. But again, something you pointed out too is that very Egyptian. She looks like very Cleopatra-esque. Yes. Very, very Egyptian. The headpiece and whatever she's wearing is is very elusive to Egypt, Egyptian, sure. Egypt and the times. So. so Mumra agrees since he knows the key to unlock the prison, which comprises of a tuft of a cheetah's hair, the tear of a burble, which... Wouldn't have been on Third Earth when Tashi was enslaved no! into the time loop. So, again, continuity issue. And an enchanted me. unicorn's shoe. Which I give. And finally, a hero to take the place in the time walk prison. Know that, Mumra! And you know! You know that! That was the one that she said, I know that one. That was the hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you truly know the time walk uh, prison. <laughs> It's like me when when I wanted to book a flight. It has to be a direct flight. I need peanuts. Comfortable seating. Direct flight. Do you know all those, Mumra? Then you could really release me from my prison. <laughs> then you will take Delta. <laughs> God help us, David. So meanwhile, Lion-O and Panthro, who were training outside Cat's Lair, notice a dark cloud in the sky, traveling in the opposite in the direction, of, every direction other of the other clouds. Using the Sword of Omen, Lion-O learns that it is in fact a Man of War cloud heading directly towards the Burbal Village. It was literally a dark cloud, and inside was, they call it a Man of War, it's like a jellyfish, right? Like yeah. a jellyfish tentacle. Yeah. There's a thing called a man of war. I don't know if it's does a man of war have tentacles though? It does in this it does in this world. Do a man of war have tentacles? It is a jellyfish. It, it is, is a jellyfish? Yeah. What kind of shit is this that Mumra's coming up with? Maybe, uh, just maybe you're seeing you're seeing again his craziness? He don't even well, know. Well ties ties to his old uh, living when uh, jellyfish were around. Uh, you know? But maybe like, again, Mumra's been around for a long time, which makes you wonder, is he around right now? Well, wherever evil exists, Mumra lives. Uh, well, then that's everywhere. The, the Mumra's living good right now. He's watching us all. Know this, Mumra. He doesn't even have to use the cauldron. He's just got a big TV screen. She flicks from CNN to Fox. Now. He's got the tablet. <laughs> He's like, mm. you see a cord. <laughs> reaching into the into the sarcophagus <laughs> charging <laughs> the airborne jellyfish grabs roe bear bell in one of its long tentacles and flies away it's so sad when rober Ro bill tries to run she's like grab my hand grab my hand whatever the yeah, voice please save me 
that was sad. I felt bad because she's got that beautiful flower in her hair. You could tell. She's just were- gentle. They're just gentle. They're, they're, they're simple, gentle creatures. And But again, you have the Thundercats will get you. They'll save you, girl. Don't worry. Because it is traveling so fast, Chitara is the only one who can match speeds with it and chases after it at super speed, leaving behind scorch marks on the bark of nearby trees so that the rest can follow her trail. However, her chase is cut short when she runs right into a net set by Slythe. The reptilian cuts off a clump of her hair before the man of war cloud snatches him as well. And she's like, Oh no, you didn't. You know how hard it is to find a hairdresser on third earth? You just jacked up my hair. Do you remember this, David? He says, Silence, cat woman. Slide to her. Oh no, so you didn't. You Sexist. He's DC, though. Oh, she gonna that's, mess a, that's copyrighted cat woman <laughs> she gonna she gonna beat you now you gonna be she dead did, now chitara says he wanted my hair <laughs> did i ever tell you i had tony the tiger pants i made them i sewed them they were literally puffy thick and they had the same coloring as tony the tiger you know, why does club, that sound club familiar rave, club rave days david had tiger socks from rite aid yes which were fluffy lighter mm. tan tipped yeah <laughs> socks look like just like tiger's feet in his his shoes that open to his the back of his foot and his toes these were tiger socks so every time david but i made those pants they were made like i got i got stuff from like joanne's or michael's back in the day i'm talking like a long time ago a lot of glue a lot of pins a lot of this a lot of that why isn't there pictures i don't know why i don't i don't have them anymore but anyway so as Lionel and Snarf continue their pursuit, they witness Jackalman removing one shoe from a unicorn. Ooh, before running away, Lionel's suspicion that Mumra is the master of all the strange happenings is confirmed by the Sword of Omen's vision. Now aware that Mumra and his cronies have assembled at the top of Mount Anguish? Oh, just a beautiful, it's a beautiful place to visit. It's like going to... <laughs> You know which, Mount Anguish. Strangely, strangely looks like Stonehenge. Mm, mm, I wonder when this mm. was first Earth. Stonehenge is still around. You know, it's not Mykonos or anything. You're not going... <laughs> It says that it actually is. It's one of many mountains found on Third Earth. The side of the mountain's cliff has a shape resembling a deformed face of stone. At the top of the mountain, there are a number of giant stone slabs arranged in a circular pattern similar to Stonehenge. There you go. So that is mouth anguish. (laughs) Just another tourist attraction on Third Earth. Keep your hands in at all times, otherwise yeah. you'll be, you'll be chopped off or sucked out by ooze, set on fire, whatever. So we're assuming, because we found out that Third Earth in our last episode might be smaller, so this might be overlooking God knows. You might be able to see it from the back of the cat's lair. When they arrive at Mount Anguish, Mumra has already started the ceremony of freeing Tashi from the Time Warp prison. He's like, mm, Hamanero, mm, Samanero. No, he mm, really Hamanero. goes deep into this language. I don't know what it is. I can't You're say right. it. He's just like, it sounds like he is just These mumbling. are a few of my favorite things. Girls <laughs> and white dresses. Ooh, seven sashes. <laughs> I, I remember him saying something like Hamanero, Sumanero. Oh, it's it's like Louise. Louise from Teen, Teen Witch. Witch. It was just like, rah. It, like, he's great. He's great at Mumra is for that. He was sucking his teeth and get that saliva out that mouth. 
Well, we got David. We got so many close-ups of that face today. Holy sh! So, to me, I was I actually wrote a note about that. There was f at least four screenshots that come that look more like the anime. Is that what it is? Is it, it's like fr it's free and, it, and it's so it's so graphic and deep. It's actually scary. I love it. I actually I want to take pictures of it. I loved it too because it's so detailed. It's, yeah, and it's like, dramatic. And his skin is just as mumrous as ever. Oh. <laughs> He needs to go to the dentist and get that water thing. He needs a water pick. <laughs> Give him a drink. Give him a drink. At one point, they have Robert Bell held down, and she's like, I will not cry. I mustn't cry. So he just shoots her. So he electrocutes her face, basically. Just on her face. And you see her little Robert Bell's eyes quivering. And she tears up. And she's like, no. But he gets one single tear that Mumra collects in a goblet. So I guess it really was a single Burble's tear. Lionel tries to stop the proceedings and manages to call the Thundercats before Tashi has him spellbound with the power of her doom gaze. She's beautiful in a kind of evil way, of course. <laughs> He's starting to be put under her spell. And Snarf's looking like, what happened? Why, you know? I thought you liked <laughs> boys. So here we go. Chitara is looking out to the side, right, David? And she's like, why isn't Lionel attacking? The other part you, you, didn't, you didn't mention is that he took the cliffs uh, to yes. get up there. And he made Chitara yes. run through the... Through the desert of phosphorus death or something. <laughs> yeah, he definitely took the easier way. But to get over at one point, David, he makes the Sword of Omens grow. Mm. Basically a, a bridge that him and Snarf can cross over. I should have a freaking song at this point. The Sword of Omens can't do everything. Chitara's not having it. She's like, I don't know why Lionel isn't attacking, but I'm not, not just gonna I'm stand gonna do here. something. I'm gonna do something about it. If he's not doing anything, I'm gonna do something. So she grabs Monkeyan, <laughs> which she's strong enough to pull Monkeyan aside, grabs him, good. ties him up, and frees Rober Bear. Rober, be Rober Bear. Bell. Chitara. Bell, yeah. Robo Bell. He, she frees Robo Bell by grabbing the monkey in. Then she runs over because she sees that Lionel's under the Doom Gaze because Tashi uses her Doom Gaze on it. And the sword, he loses his, his, his erect sword goes down. He loses it. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm going to run over there. Well, Mumro is also like, Tashi! <laughs> he, like, he's like, <laughs> so He's screaming at, Oh, we will not be taken down! Damn it, Tashi, I told you to use a doom gaze. I got you everything you needed. He literally screams at one point. He's like, Ah! Do something! Tashi! So, so wait a minute. So then, Chitara says to Lino, You take care of Mumra. Yes. And I'm gonna, I have a, like a, a, a score to settle with Sly. So she goes after Sly. She takes her staff. Her staff, yeah. And she makes it grow where she puts him on top of the, <laughs> one of the Stonehenge things up high. And then she goes with Jacqueline and she goes, Cat versus dog. A, for, a foregone, what did she say? The age old battle or something like like that but is Shackleman really a jackal is like a hyena i don't know like i, like, I guess be more like a wolf like a cheat no no they're more of a dog jackal's more of a dog <laughs> so she goes she gets all of them and then snarf tries to help lion he knows that lion is under the spell the doom gaze from tashi and she goes well you can go with your you know you little creature whatever is insignificant you can go yes. with your master so she doom gazes him because they're trying to basically the whole plot was to substitute lion in 
for Tashi, so he would be in this never-ending time war. And then the best part of the whole, like, one of the best part, well, actually, the whole thing was a, was a gem, really, if you really like love this kind of stuff. So, Chitara sees that something's wrong with Lino, the Sword of Omens is, is now a dagger again, and he's acting, like, mesmerized. And she runs over there, and... <laughs> and yeah! And, She's and, not and affected Mom, by the doom gaze. The mesmerizing doom gaze. Manra is like... You, you must submit to a higher power, Chitara. Yes, you will need our protection once Lionel is gone. <laughs> submit to a superior power, Chitara. There is nothing you can do. Join us, Chitara. With your master trapped in the Time War prison, you will need our protection. Like, it make the Thundercats part of their posse now? Like, they were just going to switch over to being evil because Lionel was gone? It was just so funny. And then you basically... You must submit to a higher power. I remember him saying that. It's like, the com- it's like that 80s commercial for Hebrew National Hot Dogs. <laughs> we answer to a higher authority. You must answer to a higher authority, Shitara. Is you that kosher? And he's like, Tashi, doom gaze her! Yeah, <laughs> you know? he's literally screaming his head off this whole episode, Mamra. <laughs> Tashi! <laughs> and Chitara basically says, You ain't gonna mind screw me. Maybe these men are weak. <laughs> Maybe you're you you know maybe you're using the the JJ to 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 uh, control these men, but I am a woman, and you hold no mystery for me. It fails. How can it be? Summon up your powers. Your mystical powers have no effect on me. You may mesmerize men with your evil beauty, but I am a woman. You hold no mystery for me. Her vagina gaze does not work on Shitara. <laughs> you might be able to pee with these men, but you hold no secret for me. I am a woman. I am a woman. <laughs> And then Damn. Was like, ah, ah, That's like when he's screaming, concerned. like, how is this not working? <laughs> There's some point where Tashi cloaks Lionel in that sheer cloak thing, which I guess is to prepare him to be... Her, like, cape and puts it on him, this blue, silky cape. It's, I guess it's to prepare him to become part of the, the time loop or whatever it is. So Chitara takes and throws it up in the air, and it goes back to her. And then he calls the Thundercats. Thank God! And then he you tries- know, Tiger's ready to be taken over by something, substance, some uh, kind you of know what? Don't make fun of him. He's he's got a problem. Anyway, so the Thundercats are coming and Mumra loses his shit again. The Thundercats! <laughs> like Oh look! I just said Mumra. Oh, at the mouth like like Mumra right now. Lino takes on whatever, and then Tashi. Then you get Tashi who starts wailing and screaming. That she, I only want it to be free. I only want it to be free. Was that her way of like dating? Why she did it? But she's evil, right? Yeah. Send her back. Then Mumra starts flying up. And it's like he starts his internal dialogue. <laughs> and he, he only has a, he only has enough power to go back. And then he of course tells the Thundercat, "I will get you." This is not over. But he does it in such a glorious way with his cape. You know, when he has that black menacing, like, bat-like wings that he gets with his cape when he's flying in the air? I just love Mumra, even though he's kind of all talk at this moment. I mean, think about it. (laughs) I became a drug dealer. Oh my god, yeah, my drug dealing didn't work. I'm trying to use a a prostitute of some kind of magical magical doom gaze. gaze. I'm gonna use the (laughs) doom... 
You know, it's really funny when I was doing notes with Siri. Siri kept putting it down as Doom Gaze, G A Y S, Doom Gaze. I know a few Doom Gaze too, you know. But... Oh, the Doom Gaze! <laughs> this episode introduces a number of different locations of Third Earth, such as the Mount of Anguish, the Phosphorus Desert, climbing cliffs of Vertigo, and the Field of Daggers. David, I forgot it was called the Field of Daggers. Oh, when they're going through the. Oh, oh that's another thing. Poor. <laughs> Chitara so was decided, in the Field of Daggers, right? I no, think. she was in the Phosphorus oh, Desert. Phosphorus Desert? So, oh. when, so when the Thundercats got the signal, they all jump in, and they're ready to go help oh, Lionel. yes, yes. And they're like, the fastest way is through the, the daggers. The, what is the it? The Field of Daggers. So he's like, we'll have to chance it. So then the Thunder Tank at one point gets caught with the daggers, and there's always one in the group. Wily Kid or Wily Cat, which one was like, I thought you said this was unstoppable. He's Wily like, Cat, yeah. And Panther was funny about it. He's like, oh, you know. Well, almost. I do everything Almost. else for you freaking people. So then they finally get there, but it's funny. There's some there's some witty funniness about it, too. So in this episode, we witness Mumra changing into his ever-living form outside of the Black Pyramid, which is something he almost never does, which is true. I always thought he needed the totems in the pyramid to do that, but I guess he, he had some re re residual energy laying around. I don't know, but all that screaming, and all that screaming we just did, I'm sure people are going to love that listening to this podcast. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Damn it, Tashi, I told you! He loved, no, this actor loved screaming Tashi in this episode. He screamed Tashi so many times. Tashi Kago! Egyptian <laughs> mumbling as well. This episode marks the first time that the ancient spirits of evil are shown to speak by Earl Heyman, which is the voice of Panthro. It is also the first episode in which one of them is mentioned by name when Mumra refers to them as Nemesis, Force of Darkness. Okay, there we go. So one of them is actually called Nemesis. Never knew that. Hmm. And not from Resident Evil. This is not Jill Valentine being chased by Nemesis. No, not at all. During Mumra's ritual to release Tashi, he speaks the name of some outer gods from Lovecraft mythos, most noticeably Yago Sothic. <laughs> you know I hmm. said that wrong. I remember him saying something Yago. Some yeah, Lovecraft? That's what it says, outer gods from Lovecraft mythos, notably Yago Yogi Bear. <laughs> the first instance of Chitara getting ensnared in a net is shown in this episode. She would later go on to get caught in the same manner a number of future episodes. <laughs> That's her weakness. Well, you're running that fast. I mean, really. The net was very see-through. It was is sheer. It Safari <laughs> Joe does it again! Oh, no, God. God, no. I didn't really care for And our last note is Robert Bell has a rather low-pitched voice in this episode compared to her voice in her debut episode in The Burbles. She sounded the same to me. Well, maybe she was just sad oh, that she's being taken away by a huge jellyfish. In a cloud. A cloudy jellyfish. Was that Mumra? It almost thought, you know, sometimes I think Mumra turns into things. Well, he just, does. It, you remember he transformed in the Burbles episode into that giant swarm. No, but I mean, like, I that it was him because it had like a grimacing face. It could, honestly, it could have been, because he was that giant locust, so. Mm. So, yeah, Mumra likes to bring forth some crazy-ass shit. Well, here's the thing. So then, something I thought about. This is why I tell you that Mumra is kind of twisted in the sense of, he, once he got rid of Lionel and the Sword of Omens, he had no intention necessarily of killing the Thundercats. That's why he said to Chitara, you're going to need my protection. So his thought was, he's going to start torturing people, rule the universe, rule the world, and he's not going to kill anybody. He's just going to do whatever he wants to do. I really feel like right. the Blundercats give Mumra a purpose for once in a 
in, in, in eons of lifetimes, thousands of years of lifetime, because he has something to do. He has a hobby now. Honestly, wait, isn't that the truth? What else would he be doing but then just sleeping forever? But that's, he makes it almost seem like, yeah, they interrupted his eternal slumber. But yeah, Mumra, you're having more fun than you ever had. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming. There's only so many times you can hand out citations to the Burble Village for planting <laughs> candy fruit past, past, past the property line, Mumra. Well, now we know that the Wolos, the Vulcans are out there, the Warrior Maidens. I'm sure those Vulcans are doing bad because Mumra raised taxes somewhere. Probably. We have to grave rob because the old mummy keeps raising our taxes. Homeowners association fees are expensive depending on where you live. You must plant four ancient spirit totems outside your village. <laughs> they must be placed exactly 12 inches apart. If it is 11, you must unroot them and dig again. So... We met Tashi. Poor Tashi. She, she only wanted to be free. I didn't think she was that good looking. She was more body than anything. She had a tiny face and a hips. She, she was very bodylicious. She was, again, body yaddy 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 yaddy. <laughs> she, had, she had like really red lips and very Cleopatra-esque. Cleopatra, yes. The Thundercats artists loved them some Egyptian Again, it ties into the whole Egyptian thing. Well, I mean, didn't they, as of recently, find a flying pyramid in the sky that nobody's talking about? Three. Three, but nobody's talking the And the Pentagon said, yeah, they're spaceships. Mom, Ra, he's coming. Could you imagine? I can't even. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I love this episode. I love the fact that Mumra screams and yells the whole time. But it also shows that he's afraid of the Thundercats. Maybe he's afraid of the Thundercats because he has a finite amount of power. He gets tapped Outside out. of his pyramid where he knows he can't hold his ground for long. It's and not he that he's afraid that, of them. Right? It's because he knows that he, outside of his pyramid, that's his, that's his Achilles heel. That's his weakness. Just like the weakness of... <laughs> It's face. I mean, come on now. You, oh. they don't, the burbles aren't doing plastic surgery over at the burble village. Why don't they just make everything metallic shiny? Every building, like, so they reflect Mumra's face back at him. They never have to see him again. He would just appear over cats there and go, oh, 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 like his face would just be that warped look thing. <laughs> anyway. So that was another episode of Thundercats Reviews. You can reach David at Universal Appeal 2020, all one word. The Radical Retro Rewind Podcast, Radical Retro Rewind. All you can one reach word. me at Doom Gaze 2020. Doom Gaze. <laughs> the Doom Gay 2020. Maybe we, should, we should do something with that. <laughs> David's handle might be updated to Doom Gay 2020. <laughs> And uh, you can reach us on YouTube at the Radical Retro Podcast. We will be back again with more kitty cats and mummies right after this. I don't know where these episodes are lining up, people, but thank you, everybody. We will see you soon. Join us on the main Radical Retro Rewind, where we talk other things and topics. <laughs> <laughs>
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.